on page Reish Chav Beis 222, and the beginning of the paragraph in the middle, in the top of the page. Um, we've just been speaking about what is so, the two explanations what Shechina is. So, in order to understand why Shechina is the idea of a Mashkoin, Hashem's collateral security, we have to understand what the whole idea of Shechina is. So, the Rambam says that Shechina is the Kavid Nivra, the glory of the creation, meaning it's already a level of godliness, which is in the realm of a creation, which is therefore able to be perceived by the prophets. The Ramban says that the Shekhinah is alikos mamish, literally godliness, and that is the opinion of all the early um, Kabbalists and their diesel, that Shekhinah is alikos mamish. It's one of the ten spheres of Atzilus, which Atzilus is the world of a godly world, totally just a revelation of that which was concealed beforehand, not a new creation. So according to that, we have to understand that with the idea of Yichu Kuchbichu Shekhinah, which is, the Zayar is filled with the saying, we say it before Baruch Shamar and Chabad. So, what is this idea of Yichu Kuchibrichu Shechinte? Being that Shechina is a Likus Mamish, according to this opinion, and Kuchibrichu obviously is Hashem himself, so how can you say there's a Yichud? It's a unity between Hashem and himself. This unity implies there's two things which are being united. So, in order to understand that, we have to explain first this verse, Yainasi Tamasi. Tamasi means that the the Jewish people, or the level of Knesset Yisrael, which we're going to say is Malchus of Atzilis, is Tamasi, it completes me. Um, so how do we under, how can we understand this idea that we're completing Hashem? Hashem is the ultimate completeness. So how can we or any level of godliness complete Him? So Knesset is all referring to Malchus because it completes the Midas of Atzilus, and um, because the Midas of Atzilus, we said they have Tesfiris within them, and that's also the idea why the mitzvahs are the, the number of Ramach of two hundred forty eight. Being that the mitzvahs are rooted within the za of Atzilus, within the Midas of Atzilus, and they would explain how you end up coming up with the number of 248 when you add together all the test spheres, each one has another test within it, it's 81. You add the Reish Teich Seif, the three aspects of every sphere, which makes it to, um, meaning you times 81 times 3 is 243, and then you had the five Chasadim Magdilim, um, which increased the divine energy that comes to Ramach. So Malchus completes the the nine spheres above it, which is meat, which is the midas of Atzilus, the mode of attributes of Atzilus. That's why Malchus is considered the Katamasi, it's completing me, Hashem is saying. It's completing my um, divine, my divinity in the world of Atzilus, because it is the tenth sphere, and the, uh, the, which completes the upper nine. But we have to understand what does that mean? What is this completeness? I mean, completeness implies not just that it's completing a number, it's completing also in its quality, it's adding quality to the higher spheres. How can Malchus, the lowest sphere, add to the higher spheres? So now continuing. The explanation is the The emanation of the ten spheres of the world of Atzilus is in order to be an intermediary between the infinite energy of Hashem, which is the emanator, and the creations. So the world of Atzilus and the ten spheres of that world are basically an intermediary to join together the two opposites of the infinite energy of Hashem and the limited created worlds that in order from the, the infinite energy of Hashem which is totally unlimited there should be a creation of creations which are limited even the highest level creations like the angels of the world of Bria which is the highest created world nevertheless they are still limited what in what expresses their uh, limitation of these creations of the world of the angels of the world of Bria that they have a limitation to how much they can comprehend, how much godliness they can truly comprehend. There is a limitation to that. Even though they're not limited in their bodies, there's no actual form which is limiting them. 
in this world of Bria, where there's no there's no tsura yet, there's no form, there's no actual form to their matter. It's just simple matter. So how can you express how in what and how can you describe their limitation? Is that their comprehension is limited? They can only understand godliness to a certain level. And there's also a limitation to their level of nullification, their submissiveness to Hashem. Even though that there are angels that from since the six days, the first six days of creation, they are saying Kaddish um, three times, like Kaddish, 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 Hashem's folks, they're always saying Kaddish, meaning they're expressing this nullification, their nullification, their submissiveness, their total dedication to Hashem and how Hashem is so much above them and therefore they are nothing compared to Hashem and they are expressing that limit, that uh, submissiveness to Hashem they are nevertheless there is still a limitation to their level of nullification to Hashem because in the 6,000 years that the world exists like it says in Gemara Rosh Hashanah, the world exists, will exist for 6,000 years. In those 6,000 years, and they've been existing from, since the beginning of creation, like it says in the, the Zoyar says in the verse, it says when it says that there should be a, a bird that flies, that is referring not only to birds, but also to the angels, Michol, Gabriel. So, Within in the six thousand years of the world that the world will exist, they say three times Kaddish. And so meaning that they're only they're only expressing this bittel. Um there is a gvul to their bittel, because they're only expressing that bittel for six thousand years, which is a limited amount of time, and they're only saying it, they're only saying Gimel Pam and Kaddish, they're only saying three times Kaddish, which is also a limitation. And this they're saying Kaddish, meaning how Hashem is so removed from them, which that's the definition of something which is holy. It's something which is removed from the mundane, from the regular reality that you're in. So that is an expression of their acknowledgement of their bittel to Hashem, and how Hashem is so much above them and they're nothing about their Hashem. But they're only saying it three times. There's all, all limitations. They're within the world of 6,000 years and also expressing that bittel in a limited way of just saying Kaddish three times in an unlimited amount of times. And so too in the, the souls, which there are also souls which live in the higher worlds of Bria Yitzira, in the worlds of Ganeid and Elyin, the higher Ganeid, which is in Bria, and the lower Ganeid in Yitzira, there's also a limitation to their comprehension of godliness and to their, their nullification to Hashem. Because even when you're talking about the comprehension of the removedness, of the wondrousness of how the infinite essence of Hashem is so removed from creation, even that has a a limitation to it. How much the this this soul is able to comprehend, to able to understand and appreciate the utter removedness of Hashem, the infinite energy of Hashem from creation. So this is could be talking about the souls of the in the higher in Ganadin or the souls down here. The soul being that it is a soul, it is a created being. Obviously not in the level of creation which is trapped in a physical body, but it's still a created being created from Hashem. It has a limited ability how much can I appreciate the hafla of Hashem, how much Hashem is removed from the world. So we're talking about a comprehension of a level of godliness which totally transcends creation, unlimited level of godliness. But there is always a limit to how much you can comprehend that level. Because and the the proof that there is a gvul here, there's a limitation to this comprehension, is that there's different levels. There's different levels on this in this comprehension of the the fact that there's different levels in comprehension shows that there is limitation. It's, certain souls are limited and able to comprehend this much, and certain souls can comprehend this much. That shows that there's a limitation. If there was no limitation, everyone would have the same level of comprehension, which would be just be 
unlimited comprehension to the highest levels. As explained in another place, that even in the level of Ri'ya of Chochmah, which is a very high level of intellectual appreciation of godliness, Chochmah is just when you when you connect to the truth of the matter and you become to really Samtus, a, a, you, real, you recognize the truth of the matter without having to come down into your own understanding, which starts to basically bring in your own existence, your own yeshes into it. Here, but Iyad the Chachma is just that you sh- you're getting the truth of the concept and the seminal point of that concept without confusing it, so to say, with your own understanding. You're just seeing the truth of the concept. That's the difference between Chachma and Bina in general. Chachma is the, the, the point, the essential point of the concept, even though you don't get it yet, but you see the whole concept in that essential point. And then Bina is when you bring it down to understanding. But when you bring it down to understanding, you start to lose the essence of the concept because you're now, so to say, tarnishing the concept with your own yeshes, with your own understanding, with your own way of understanding etc., leaving far and farther away from the, the truth of the concept. So even the Ri'iyah, the Chochmah, yes, Chiluk Madregis, there's different levels. K'mayish e'ne deyma Ri'iyah, that Abishim v'yichoi zal, the Ri'iyah, the Talmid, as it's not, there's no comparison between the way that the Abishim v'yichoi was able to appreciate, to see, so to say, with, the, with his mind's eye, to see the truth of Godliness, to the way that his students were able to see the truth of Godliness, with their Ri'iyah of Chochmah. There's no comprehension, there's no comparison showing you that there is a Gvul, there is a limitation to the souls in this, within this world how much they can comprehend the greatness of Hashem. Even the knowledge of this high, high level of intellect, of the the sight, the intellectual sight of the Chochmah, has a limitation to it. That's why there's different levels. So now we go back. So basically, we're saying that the that the Atzilus, the ten spheres of Atzilus, are the intermediary to join the unlimited with the limited. Because even the highest level creations, the angels of the world of Bria, or the, the the souls, and even the highest levels of souls which are from the world of Bria, even these, all these entities, these creations are still limited in their comprehension of the greatness of Hashem and His utter removedness from creation. So there has to be a intermediary to join, to bring together the infinite energy of Hashem which transcends the worlds to the limited worlds. Um, so... Therefore, in order that there should be a creation of limited worlds, of creations, from the infinite energy of Hashem, which is totally unlimited, that is only through the intermediary of the world of Atzilus. Because, what's the idea of Atzilus? Atzilus is a It's a letting out, so to say, a revelation of a ray of godliness from the infinite energy of Hashem who emanated the world of Atzilus. A letting out of a diminished ray of godliness. For behold, that which is in the realm of having a relationship with worlds, with limited worlds, created worlds, to be a source to worlds, to these limited worlds, it's only the oyer naziv from the atmos. It's only the the light of Hashem, the energy of Hashem, and the uh, the ray, meaning the just the diminished, contracted ray of godliness, which is separated out, which is um, being extended out from the essence of Hashem, and not the essence of the infinite, the infinite essence of Hashem itself, which is that infinite essence of Hashem has no um, is not within the realm of having a relationship with these limited worlds at all. Only the diminished, uh, contracted divine energy that is extended out from that essence. Like it explains the, the deeper meaning of the verse. Hashem, who is holy within the heavens and the earth. What does that mean? It means to say that 
Hashem is holy, meaning he's removed, like I said before, holiness implies being removed from the mundane or from the regular reality. That Hashem is removed from the heavens, from the highest levels of, of reality to and the earth, the lowest levels of reality, the physical world, equally. Because Hashem is infinite, is unlimited, therefore the highest levels of creation, the lowest levels of creation are totally are equal before before him. Just like before the infinity, the biggest number, a million, and the smallest number one are equidistant the same because they're um, inf infinity is not a number so therefore there's no comparison you can't say that a million is closer to infinity than one is so too compared to the infinite essence of Hashem the highest worlds Shemayim and Oretz and the lowest worlds are no are equally distant from him um, even though the verse also says that the heavens and the earth I fill and when it says, I fill, I implies that I myself, meaning Hashem in His very essence, is filling the heavens and the earth, the highest worlds and the lowest worlds. That concerning the the more diminished, contracted divine, divine energy, which is just a ray of godliness, which is called just Hashem's glory, meaning it's not Hashem Himself, it's just His glory, about that diminished ray of godliness, it says, Another verse which says the whole earth is filled with his glory. That's referring to the diminished, contracted ray of God. But in this verse it says, It says, um, Hashem in his very essence is filling the heavens and the earth. So, it's saying equally the heavens and the earth I fill. That's because it's, this verse is referring to the very essence of Hashem, the which about Hashem's essence it says in the Kunizera that there is no place void of him, meaning of him himself. And he's found in every place equally. But if he's found everywhere, how can we can't appreciate? How can we cannot perceive that? Because he's so sublime, so above the limited realm of creation. Therefore, we cannot grasp him. He's not revealed within creation. He's not together tfisa. He's not. You cannot grasp that. Um, he's found everywhere, but he's not. He's not in the realm of being grasped by the worlds in an internal way to enliven the worlds internally giving them inner life and an energy the aspect of divine energy which extends into the worlds and enlivens them in an eternal way that's only the diminished light diminished energy and ray of godliness which is not the essential essence of Hashem so, so therefore what it says um so when it says Kaddish B'Shemayim Varetz, that's the essence of Hashem is equally distant from the Shemayim Varetz, the highest world, the lowest worlds. Even though it says the I, I, my, I myself, my very essence is filling the heavens and the earth. That's just because Hashem's essence is found equally everywhere, but not in a way where he's obviously is grasped because he's not contracted and diminished to the level of the worlds and clothed into them in an internal way. And that is what it says, that the, the whole world, world is filled in an internal way with his glory, with the, with the extension, the diminished, contracted ray of godliness. Um, yeah, like the light and the ray of the sun, um, the rays of the sun, which are not the essence of the sun. They're just a diminished ray, a external ray of the sun, which has no comparison and nothing to do with the actual essence of the sun. It's nothing compared to the essence of the sun. And how do we see that the Ziv has nothing to do with the etzim? The fact that if you have even a, a cloud, something which is basically stopping from the rays of the sun to reaching the earth, it doesn't change the essence of the sun at all, the actual globe of the sun at all. It doesn't, have, it doesn't affect it at all. 
So we see that the, 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 the ray of the sun has nothing to do with, and has no comparison with, the essence of the sun, the sun itself. So too, we can apply this to the divine energy, which is drawn down to enliven the higher and lower worlds. And the fact that, like it says in the Zayar, that Hashem fills all the worlds and also encompasses all the worlds, transcends all the worlds, two levels of, of this revelation of divine energy, which both of these levels are still just diminished rays, not the actual essence of Hashem. All these are just relating to the external ray of, of Godliness, diminished ray of Godliness. Which has nothing to do and no comparison at all with the essence of Godliness at all, and has and does not have any effect on that essence. Like it says, I am Hashem, I have not changed, meaning Hashem in my essence, even though I enliven all the worlds, and that's only my external diminished ray of energy, which has nothing to do with and has no effect on my essence. Like the verse, like we say in Davening, you are the same before the world is created, you are the same after the world is created. Nothing affects you, creation didn't affect you, because all creation is only being enlivened by the external diminished ray of Godliness, which has not been negated to the Etzim at all. Like it says in Tehillim, like we say in Davening, says we only can pray we can only praise and appreciate the shame of Hashem the name of Hashem which the name oh, is just the external level just like a person the name of a person is not the person himself it's just how he relates to the outside world so people can call him by his name so too we say that we can only appreciate we can only praise the name of Hashem which is the external diminished ray of godliness which is able to be enclosed in the world in the internal way and enliven them and this is also the deeper meaning of the verse says with you is the source of life not that you are the source of life, just with you. It doesn't say that you are the source of life, which would imply that the energy, divine energy, which includes within the worlds to enliven them in, in an internal way, on the level of the world, that is the essence of Hashem. Meaning, if it would say you are the source of life, meaning what the life which enlivens all the worlds, which is that you are you are that, meaning you and your essence, that, that's impossible to say that. But the truth is that only the diminished, condensed ray of godliness, which extends from that essence, is what enlivens all the worlds. So therefore, that's why it says, only with you is the source of life. Meaning this level of godliness, which descends and becomes enclosed in worlds and enlivens them in an internal way, that is only something which is imcho, which is with you, which something which is with somebody implies that it's something secondary to the person and totally nullified and nothing compared to the person himself or to the thing itself. So to hear that this, this diminished ray of godliness is nothing compared to the essence of Hashem. But now, on the other hand, also this diminished ray of godliness, which inclu- which is descends to the worlds, enlivening them, it's also... It has an infinite aspect to it, an unlimited aspect to it. It's the it's the unlimited energy of Hashem. So that diminished ray of godliness, which is extending from Hashem's essence, being that it the is like it says in Chassidus, this cloud that the light is always similar to the source of light. So this diminished ray of godliness, which is extending from Hashem's essence, being that it's an extension of that infinite essence, it also has an infinitude infinitude to, to, to it, and therefore it cannot relate to limited worlds and, and really enliven them. In order that there should be actually the creation of these limited worlds, and so this is only through the um, intermediary of the world of Atzilus, which is the extension of a diminished divine ray of godliness from the infinite essence of Hashem, and then that diminished ray of godliness enclosed in the ten spheres, these ten channels of the world of Atzilus, in a way of enclosement of the divine energy into these channels, these vessels of the ten spheres of Atzilus. And then through that enclosement, there can be the creation 
of the worlds, the, the created worlds of B'yetir Asiyah. Basically, so the, just the extension of this ray is not enough because it's still connected back to the infinite essence. So therefore, it's, it experiences that infinite, um, that unlimited expression and therefore wouldn't be able to be enlivened in finite worlds, limited worlds. So therefore, this infinite energy has to go into the vessels of the world of Attilus, basically, which these spheres of Attilus are the real intermediary. They, they have within them Eir, which is the infinite revelation of Hashem, and then Kli, which is a now definition to that light, which is the first concept of finitude, of limitation, which is brought to that infinite energy. But the Urius and Kalim are able to coexist and therefore channel that infinite energy now to a limited way to the lower worlds. We're going to the next page now. An example of this idea of this intermediary between the infinite and the finite is like Moshe saying, how can I give uh, how can I give meat to the Jewish people? I don't, meaning in the simple sense, where am I going to get this meat from to, to feed all these mouths of all the Jewish people? There's so many. I don't have, I don't have this uh, enough meat to feed all of them. But the deeper sense is saying, in the bottom it says, maybe it's supposed to add this word, being that Moshe was he was the, the essence of Bittl. He had no feeling of his own existence at all. Therefore, he had he didn't have the ability to give over, meaning to be lower himself and to to give to the Jewish people busser physical meat. He was too high, too spiritual, um, to lower himself to that level to relate to the physical world. So, uh, so he wasn't able to lower himself. Um, to give over meat to the Jewish people because he was so high. So there had to be some type of an intermediary between him and the Jewish people which was able to basically bring that divinity, that, that bitl of Moshe and channel it in a limited way to be able to give over meat to the Jewish people. That was the Zikanim, the Shivim Zikanim, the 70 elders which are on a lower level of Moshe and Moshe gave over a, a little bit of his energy to them and they channeled it just like this, the Kalim of the world of Attilus channeled that unlimited energy to the lower worlds. Um, even, even we're talking about this level of meat how it is after its refinement meaning which is referring to the love of Hashem which is a burning fiery love for Hashem this is the physical this is the spiritual source of this idea of basar, of flesh which is coming from this animal which is burning the animal has a has a burning blood you know intense energy to it um the rage of this animal rage that is the, so the spiritual source of that is the Ava is the godly love for Hashem which is burning fire which is still this level of feeling a burning flaming fire for Hashem is Yesh you feel I am the one who's having this love meaning your existence is still felt in this because I am experiencing an intense love for Hashem there's still I here but the level of Ma of Moshe which is Nachnuma he said about himself I am totally Ma I am nothing that is the bitl atma, it's an essential bitl, meaning when you don't feel yourself at all. An aspect of total being totally attached to God and to the essence of Hashem. Therefore, that level of Moshe is not able to give over even the spiritual source of this idea of Basar, which is Ava Bidish Payesh. Because still there's still a sense of self in that love. We'll stop there on the top of page Reish Chav Gimel two hundred and twenty-three, and that is three lines on the top near the end of the line.